This is the J. Scott Outdoors podcast on Western big game hunting and fishing brought to you by GoHunt.com Insider. Research faster, hunt more. Go to GoHunt.com forward slash insider and join today. I'm your host, Jay Scott, and I live and breathe hunting and fishing, spending half the year in the field experiencing God's creation. I hope you'll enjoy hearing about our adventures. Welcome to the Jay Scott Outdoors Western Big Game Hunting and Fishing Podcast, brought to you by Go Hunt Insider. We are fortunate today to have Lorenzo Sartini, who's the president of GoHunt.com. Lorenzo, how are you doing? Doing good today. Thanks for having me on the uh, podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I've been looking forward to having you on. I'm excited to announce the partnership. Uh, uh, GoHunt.com Insider has stepped up to be the uh, sponsor of the J. Scott Outdoors podcast, and I'm um, just really excited, uh, looking forward to the future here, and I'm um, excited to have you on today. Thank you. We're, we're excited, too. I mean, it's, it's always nice to be involved with, uh, with the guys who have great names in the industry. Obviously, we've been fans of yours for a long time and seen a lot of the stuff that you've done, so... Um, yeah, it's exciting for us too. That that's uh, that's mighty kind of you, uh, Lorenzo. Uh, I was thumbing through your Instagram account, and um, man, you've shot some incredible animals. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you got your start at hunting, and 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 which animals maybe that you're most passionate about, and give me a little background on your your uh, yeah. hunting history. So yeah, I've been very fortunate to, in some of the animals that I've been able to take, and it all started on a high note. I uh, was 12 years old, drew my first tag in Nevada, junior tag. I was finally old enough to hunt by myself. Um, it was me and my dad, uh, young, gung-ho about it, couldn't wait to kill my first deer. I've been on many deer kills with him before, and I always loved it. Couldn't wait to do it myself. So we're out there, drew a Nevada tag on the uh, west side of the state. Second day of the hunt, I smoke a giant buck. First thing in the morning, we bet him. Stands up about noon, end up killing him. He 199 net and 204 gross. Uh, oh man, you were ruined from the beginning, ruined, weren't you? Ruined from the beginning. Public land, 200 inch deer, very first deer I ever shot. Total blind luck. Um, Could have happened to anybody. I was just the lucky kid that was sitting on the right hill at the right time. That's awesome. So was that a rut hunt or, no, or was, was it? Pri- that was an early rifle hunt. We were out there in mid-October. Uh, no way. Yeah, I just got lucky. He was leaving a little willow patch with water. Um, kind of in a, in a big sagebrush bowl. So he was semi-easy to see when my dad spotted him. Um, and then when he bedded, we were on him from there, and the rest was history. So was that um, buck uh, typical, non-typical? Tell me a little bit about his configuration at, at over 200 inches. Non-typical. He was old. He was an eight-year-old deer. He actually, I think now that I'm older and, and understand a little bit more, I mean, obviously back then I was, wasn't quite sure, but it's a buck on regression. He has a giant four-point frame on the right side um, with two or three extras. And then on the left side, he has sort of regressed a little bit on the, on the G2, G3, kind of sprouted some, some knobs and uh, a bunch of cheaters on that left side. And then he has a ton of basal points. Um, he's got so, 188 four-point frame, and then the rest is all, all trash. That's incredible. And so after that happened, did it just, I mean, completely fuel the fire for mule deer hunting and hunting in general? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I was, like I said, I've been fortunate enough to hunt with my dad for for a long time, ever since I was a kid. I mean, most kids for their birthdays want to, you know, have their their friends over and do the bouncy house thing and play video games and all that stuff. I was always just begging my dad to take me hunting. So 
Um, even when I couldn't pull the trigger, I still wanted to be there with him. So uh, it, it was fueled before, but then that that absolutely sealed the deal. I was I was hooked on it, um, and I couldn't I couldn't wait to keep going. I, the very next year, in the same unit with my dad, I killed the uh, 174 point. I mean, it's it sounds like a drop off, but for a 13 year old kid to have two bucks like that was pretty pretty special. And both with my dad. Oh, that's really cool. And tell me what it's like for you um, to hunt mule deer. Um, obviously, having shot some phenomenal bucks. I think you've got a handful of other bucks uh, around or over 200 inches. Um, tell me about the passion for mule deer specifically. That it, The true passion did start from that, that very first year I killed. Um, and, it's, and it's only gotten worse since, obviously. Um, <laughs> but yes, I, like I said, I've been, I've been fortunate. I have uh, three... 200-inch deer on open units, one with a bow, two with a gun, um, that, that first buck being one of, one of the two with a gun. And it's, it's, there's just something about them that, that truly get me going. I, just, I, I really think the way they behave, um, the way they look, the way they act, just all, all part of them through the, through the summer, you know, glassing them up in June, July, watching them grow, seeing what they're going to become. Um, then clear through uh, September and October, watching them disappear, and then all of a sudden they're back again in November. It's just that life cycle that they live that really gets me going about them. I, mean, I think I personally, this is this is just my opinion, but I personally think they are the ultimate animal to hunt. Um, it's I, I never get I never get more excited about another species than I do mule deer. If I ever draw a tag or or uh, get to hunt them with with somebody else, that's what I get the most excited for. Sure, and um, it sounds like uh, that passion has taken you across several states. Um, uh, you apply in several states, I assume, for mule deer, and do you have any tags coming up, mule deer tags or tags in general that you're excited about possibly drawing? I have a real chance of drawing a Nevada archery tag this year, that, which I'm extremely excited about. Um, I found some really good bucks last year, um, so I'm really hoping to really hoping to draw that tag. I, I have a decent chance, but... You never know till the till the draws are out. Um, and I do. I, I I apply in all the other states. Um, it's my my strategic way about going about drawing tags in the West is apply. I mean, it, I can't draw them if I if I don't put in for them. I, it, it gets spendy and it and it does get expensive. Um, but if you do it right and do it, do it efficiently, um, it's it's definitely possible. And I might be one of the best. Um, one of the best unsung heroes of, of applying across the West. Two years ago, I drew a bighorn sheep tag in New Mexico. And oh, I saw the picture of that. That that looked like an awesome adventure. It was it was insane. I mean, as far as as far as adventure goes, that's the best adventure I've ever had on a hunt. It was uh, it was incredible. From finding out that I was one of three guys to draw that that first hunt in uh, the Hatchet Mountains two years ago was uh, just that feeling alone was absolutely incredible. Set the entire hunt off to a whole nother level of, of excitement. Um, and then it, it, it being far away and logistically pretty hard to get to. And, you know, I'm, I'm no complaints, but I'm a working man. I have, I have a job I, I have to be at. I, I try to use my time as wisely as possible. And it was a tough place to get down for a weekend to scout or, or, you know, have to have to go down there and lay eyes on it. So, I ended up not laying eyes on the unit until three days before the hunt. I uh, took three days vacation before to go down there and scout. 
um, found my ram that I ended up killing. I found him the night before opening day, and then I ended up killing him the, the night of opening day. I refound him, relocated him. He was on the other side of the other side of the mountain range, just on the off the west side. Uh, I found him on the east side when I first saw him. Uh, so how far, Lorenzo, how far had he moved from the night before? Uh, did he move once it got dark, or did he make a move uh, right before it got he, dark, or how did that work? He moved right before it got dark. Um, I, I saw him moving that way. I had a feeling maybe that he would move quite a long ways. Um, so I, he was he was on the move. I knew he wasn't going to be in the same spot, but you know, just like just like anything, you have to run there first thing in the morning to make sure, so I did. Um, didn't find him. He was with another ram, similar in size, um, and both of them were gone that morning. We spent the entire afternoon uh, and mid-morning trying to look for him and relocate him. Couldn't find him, and he actually ended up traveling. There was a big bowl on top of on top of the, the east-west. It looked like the mountain peaked off, but it actually bowled yep. out pretty nicely in the middle. So we hiked up there and tried to find him in the bowl. He wasn't in there either. He ended up moving about two and a half miles through the night and he was off the east side of the mountain range. We, we went around the bottom side of the mountain and I shot him just before dark. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, the, the odds of drawing a tag in New Mexico are so slim as it is yeah. and, and to draw in there. And I believe that was the first year that that unit was open. Second, it was you, second, second, second okay. year it was open. And like, I mean, it was, the, the adventure was incredible. Like I said, I mean, it was like you draw a sheep tag out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you know, uh, I finally have a sheep tag in my name. I can't wait to go. Like like I said, it was logistically hard to get to. I couldn't find anybody to go on the hunt with me. I ended up calling a buddy who I met through Instagram. Um, his name's Vince Huff. I called him, never met him before in person, just knew him through social media, and I'm a big waterfowl hunter. He is too, so we kind of we talked like that. And uh, he flew into Las Vegas, met him first in person right there, and then him and I went down there. Spent the time, found the ram, ended up killing it, and it's a book ram. So it's, it, I mean, it was incredible. Like, the entire experience was amazing. That's fantastic. Uh, you mentioned you're a waterfowler. Um, you know, being from Nevada, uh, do you get quite a bit of time to hunt uh, there for waterfowl, or do you have to travel for that? I travel. Um, I, I got I, I do travel. Nevada's, Nevada's decent. Fallon... Reno, um, there's a couple valleys in, in central Nevada that can get pretty good. Um, however, I went to, I went to college at university of Montana. Um, we can get into the back, that backstory here in a second, but I went to college up there and that's when I truly, truly fell in love with waterfowl hunting, just like big game hunting. And, uh, I usually go up to Montana and Washington now for, for waterfowl hunting. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Lorenzo, I want to transition into, uh, GoHunt.com Insider, and I'd like you to tell uh, my listeners uh, what is GoHunt.com Insider. So, Insider um, is is a tool that we put together um, myself and and a couple of the other um, key guys of, of the company. We put together a a research and hunt planning platform um, that brings everything into one into one location. So, it's the most comprehensive thing out there. I know that word is used a lot, um, but for us, it, it truly is. Because it's online, we're able to do a lot of really cool things with technology and mapping and, uh, and overlays to, to really visualize what's going on instead of just reading about it. Um, it allows us to hold a lot more data than, than a you know, print publication or, or a uh, you know, 
to state regulation and, and proclamations. So it's, it, it really is very interactive and user-friendly to understand what you want to see and what you want to know. You know, I, I logged on recently, and um, one of the things that I really like about it is you guys have on the insider portion, you have the uh, maps of each state as far as the units. And so if you're interested in, you know, Colorado Unit 66 or Arizona Unit 9 or, you know, what have you, you can actually go state by state. You can click on the unit. And one of the cool things is you can zero in using the satellite feature or using the mapping feature. And then it, with that, you can also click for the area services. So let's say, you know, I, I'm interested in, say, Colorado units uh, 66 or 67 possibly for deer um, and, and maybe unit 76 for elk. If I want to know where the nearest gas stations are in all corners of the unit, one of the things I thought, thought was so cool is – you can just hit that button and not only does it show you where the nearest gas stations or lodging or or food are it it gives you the the actual information and the phone number and the contact and and that kind of blew me away that, that's that level of interaction i'm talking about because we're online we're able to do those kinds of things um and, and you're exactly right we we have um Right now we have six of the 14 western states, soon to be a lot more. Um, Wyoming's coming online here in about 15 days, Montana after that. But um, within each state, we cover every species, every hunt, every unit in, in each of the states we, we have. So it's highly interactive. And within each one of those units, we do highlight those things like the area services and, and direct clickovers to um, say you, you, know, you have a fifth wheel or an RV camper and, and that's how you like to hunt. We have all the campsites, uh, uh, RV campsites listed on there. You can click on them, direct link to their website to reserve a spot or anything you need to know. And that's that level of interaction I'm talking about. Yeah, but I mean, as as well as, I mean, you've got historical data of the precipitation, which is pretty interesting to be able to say, okay, I'm talking about, you know, Unit 76 in Colorado. How does the rain so far this year in 2015 uh, how does it differ or how is it better or worse than, you know, 2014, 13, 12, and 11? I mean, you guys in a chart go back all the way back to 2011 and you can look at, oh, wow, their, you know, their winter moisture was unbelievable, uh, you know, or, or like say in Arizona or Nevada where some of the New Mexico were some of the more arid regions, you can go, wow, you know, Arizona had a huge monsoonal moisture, moisture last year. Their winter was mild, but wow, look at the last two months, the spring, you know. Um, so ha having those charts in there I thought was really cool. And um, you know, just gives you a lot more information, and I was really actually impressed with that aspect of it. And not to mention, you know, you've got the moon phase chart there, so when you're planning a hunt for, you know, coming up, you're going, well, you know, I'm archery elk hunting, when is that moon going to be full? Um, you know, there's there's just a lot of things there that I was yeah, impressed that, with. That was, that was actually a uh, selfish decision on my part. It was It was a fairly heavy lift to get that that trending weather and precipitation, um, you know, you, you know, just as well as I do, if not, if not more, you being in Arizona, I mean, we're so reliant on those monsoons and, and rainfall for these deer and elk that we've been chasing for years and watch them grow up and, 
you know, hopefully they get to that point where you think they're going to get to. And through my, my research, I've always been a heavy research guy. I'm, I'm analytical. I like research. I like to know what I'm getting into and make the best, most informed decision. I was never able to do that in Nevada, and I would draw some of these Southern Nevada tags. I'm, we're, we're based out of Vegas. They're close to me. I have fairly good archery draws, thing, you know, th- that type of information. But I never really had that um, tracking year-to-year data so I know what to expect in a year coming up. Like, you know, we all, we all know the West is in a drought right now. However, if you, look at our, uh, if you look at our weather and precipitation charts, the months that matter for horn growth and, and overall herd health and, and, and densities, we're actually doing fairly well. We're doing, we're, we're doing above average in the months that matter. Um, so it's nice to see. It it's, gets me excited. Hopefully I can draw this archery tag this year. Um, it's just something I watch. And like, like, you know, like you were saying before, that can be found on a unit-specific level. So every unit within each state has its own trending five-year weather and precipitation. Yeah, and, and in your mind um, and with your plan with the Go Hunt Insider, uh, how do you believe the insider will change the way people apply and research for the hunt? I mean, uh, it, it's it's kind of a new way of thinking. What's your thoughts on that? Correct. Um, it, it, it goes the, the story behind this goes full circle to that uh, that desert bighorn sheep tag I drew in New Mexico. The idea was was sprouted a little bit before that, but it wasn't materialized or formalized yet. And a lot of what I went through for New Mexico is is what is inside of this insider program right now. So I wanted to know that that style of information of um, having everything in one spot. That moon phase is a quick reference, but it's great to know what you're going to get yourself into and when, and when to plan your hunt dates and things like that. The weather, um, we have access points because access was a big issue for me down there. Um, we have vegetation and terrain specifics. We have uh, harvest success and tag quota also on a, on a trending basis for each hunt within each unit. Um, so it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of putting everything in one spot so I didn't have to go to the state uh, reports and I didn't have to go to weather services and I didn't have to try to band-aid my way to get the information I needed. So going forward, um, we're, we're going to get stronger with the information and data we have. We're going to get stronger with the enhancements we bring. Um, our end goal for this is, is take away all of the unnecessary steps and places you have to go out there to, to, to get to the end goal of finding out where you're going to hunt, how you're going to draw the tag, um, where you're going to burn your points, all, all of that in one spot. And we're, we're well on our way. Um, we, are, we are new. We are young. Um, companies grow and, and get bigger as, as time goes by, and, you know, we're no different. That, that's definitely going to be our case as well. But um, where we are now, we're in a great spot. We're, we're, uh, we're definitely, you know, of value to me and the other guys in the office. So I, I hope it's to value to, the, to our end user as well. But um, we will continue to get stronger and take away all of those unnecessary steps. Sure, and I mean, you basically want to create a, a one site that someone it, it can take all of the guesswork and all of the things that guys worry about, so they can make an informed decision when they're trying to choose where they're going to hunt and why they're going to hunt. And 
you know, you you have lots of great things planned. Uh, you are going to keep the gas mashed down, and I hear you have some other states coming online. Uh, is it safe to assume that uh, within a period of time you're going to have how many states uh, in the Insider program? All 14 Western states for uh, okay. for Go Hunt Insider. We'll we'll cover. The, the level of detail we have in each unit will be found in each unit throughout all the Western applying states. Okay, and then as as obviously uh, the year change changes, Lorenzo. Um, one of the things I like is you know there's there's lots of comments and 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 kind of inside information, tips and what have you. Uh, that that stuff will change year to year and species to species as well. Absolutely. Um, one of our competitive advantage for for being in this space and doing what we're doing, um, because we're online, because we're digital, we can move extremely fast, um, even faster than than what the states can per se. And what I mean by that is when they when they introduce a new hunt or a new unit or a new tag quota. Or, or anything like that, they release it before it goes to print in their proclamation when most of the users get it in their hands. Well, we can update our site in real time, so when they release you know, that, that new hunt or new, you know, new tag quota or new, uh, new unit offering, something like that, we can, we can put that into our, um, into our product right away. So we don't have to wait to go to print, we don't have to wait to mail it out to people's houses. Um, everything's real time with us. So, Year-to-year -year, uh, changes is is extremely fast. Um, there is a lot of changes in some states, like Idaho changes a ton. New Mexico uh, just added a, uh, a, a an archery elk hunt in about 90% of the units. So, I mean, it is it, it's heavy to update, but that's our goal. That that's what we strive for is to give people the most up-to-date, um, relevant information possible. And in doing our research before we got into the industry, that was what most people were complaining about is the information never really changed and it's understandable because print is so um, is so not flexible with time we yeah, went static yeah, real static yeah. yeah we went about it the the opposite way and did it digital and online lorenzo in your mind what do you see as the biggest advantages for someone who signs up with the gohunt.com insider so biggest advantage uh, in my opinion is it, it's a it's a year round tool and that's why i think it is of the biggest advantage and, and by that it, it's absolutely I'll speak personally it, it helps me narrow down um, where I would like to hunt where I'm quali qualified enough to hunt with the points and and, um, and all of that we have the mapping so I can see where they are in the state and how much travel time and uh, it's it allows me to do all of that research to find out where I want to burn my points in one location yeah. And beyond that, it's uh, once I have the tag, it takes away all of the unnecessary time and scouting I need to do out there to get the lay of the land. Like we we use um, Google Google Maps, which is basically Google Earth, so I can do my my virtual scouting, um, get a lay of the land right here from my computer. I can check out where I'm going to get my food and my and my fuel when I'm out there, so I can logistically plan my hunt from you know sitting in my on my couch at home. And take away that that guesswork. So when I get out there, I can truly go, you know, feet on the ground, start looking for animals, and, and not have to drive around and see where everything's at, and figure out where I'm going to camp, and and 
Plus, it you know it provides a level of comfort. I mean, you 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 leave your house in Nevada, travel into New Mexico, already knowing where all the different gas stations are. You know where all of the different conveniences, and it, you know it provides some comfort and it takes the unknown out of it. And that's one of the things that I thought was, um, you know, so so important and and such a key feature. I uh, want to talk to you a little bit, Lorenzo, about GoHunt.com Insider. It's obviously a subscription-based uh, service. Talk to me a little bit about what's involved with that. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a subscription-based service. It's $149 a year. And w- when you're in the membership, there's a lot of value. Just it, holistically, there is a lot of value. So we, obvi- we we have our product that we just talked about, The, the um, each – each hunt, each species, each season, all of that for, for all of the uh, for all the states we cover, and then beyond that, we also do very aggressive giveaways. Um, I'm I'm a fan of giveaways. I'm involved with Hunters Nation and and all of these uh, all these programs out there. It's always nice to just have your name in the hat to possibly draw a hunt like the Less Than One Sheep Club or or anything like that. So each month for the 149, um, all of our users are automatically entered. Um, into the into the drawing. So far, we've given away um, head-to-toe sets of Sitka. We've given away um, three Red Rock Precision rifles in the month of February. So three of our users won custom rifles, which was awesome. And you're talking about not throughout the year. You're talking about in the month of February alone, three rifles were given. Correct. Out. Yep, three custom rifles in, in one month. Uh, That's phenomenal. What else? What else? We gave away ten pairs of Kinetrek boots this month, or sorry, in March. Um, in April, we're 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 doing a lot of good stuff. We're doing a uh, hundred phone scopes. We're going to give away to our users, and then throughout the year, we're just going to continue to do um, the, these these giveaways. It's exciting. It's fun for us. Um, we get to work closely with our brand partners and offer value to them, and then we get to offer value to our to our insiders to our. Uh, you know, to our end users, which is always the, the biggest goal to us. We'll give away some elk tags and deer tags, things coming up like that. Um, and in 2015, uh, we just did the math yesterday. In 2015, we're going to give away about $90,000 worth of gear and prizes. That's phenomenal. Um, you know, not only to have the research tools and have everything right at your fingertips, but to be able to be entered into drawings just by signing up and, and be able to, you know, possibly win a rifle or a hunt or some new camo. Um, that's just, uh, that's exciting yeah. for your membership base there. Exactly. Uh, and then and beyond that, part other parts of the product too, we, we, you know, we break down each state, each unit, all of that. But the state is still fairly hard to understand. So when application season comes around, we release very in-depth strategic articles um, from guys in the office who are very familiar with the state. We'll take Wyoming, for example. They technically have four draws. They have, you know, the regular and the special and then a breakdown of, of two on, on both those ends. And we, we break it down and written out in a very user-friendly way so you can understand how to navigate Wyoming and what really does give you the best chance to to draw tags and and how do you do it efficiently without spending a ton of money because each state you got to do it the right way otherwise you just you, you can burn money for no reason and uh, we break it down uh, very friendly a lot of infographics so it's visual you don't have to read a ton and get a headache um, so it's it's been very helpful for our users to understand each state's draw process 
um, and, and how they work. And it's allowed them to, to feel more comfortable and draw more tags. And, and as well, um, you guys uh, give a price break for uh, insider members uh, for landowner tags, I believe, as well. Correct. We, uh, we are also we are the largest supplier of landowner tags in the West. Um, landowner tags, it, it is a niche product. Um, you know, it, it's it's the guys who can who can buy them are, are the the lucky guys, and they get to hunt a lot. But we also wanted to take care of them too. So. Part of our monthly um, subscription, we give 10% off all Go Hunt owned landowner tags. So if they if they buy a you know $5,000 Nevada deer tag from us, which is valid through all seasons, archery, muzzleloader, uh, early rifle, late rifle, they can hunt all those seasons, and we offer them five, uh, 10% off. So they'll get $500 off of that tag for a $149 membership. Yeah, that's a fantastic value. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just uh, how long has Go Hunt Insider been launched, and and how do you see it? You know, you've said before several times that it's a young company. Is it safe to say that you know, having only been launched for for a short period, I mean, the sky's the limit for for the Insider members. Correct, the sky is the limit. Um, there's there's no question. Our enhancement list of where we're going to take the actual product is, I mean, it, it really it really gets me excited as a hunter first. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I have a, a dedicated a, opinion to, to go hunt being the president, but I'm also a diehard hunter, and it really gets me excited to know that all of this stuff is going to be in one, one place, all these enhancements. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's fun to see. That's great. Um, and then also tell me about uh, – we've talked a lot about Insider. I, if, if there's anything we've missed there with Insider, feel free to fill yeah. me in. You, you but also – Sorry, just – just remember, I didn't yeah. answer the, the rest of the part, but Go Hunt Insider has been two years, about two and a half years in the making. So it's not young on on uh, production and the actual output of work, uh, but it's young in, in the time period that we launched. We wanted to launch with a big enough platform that it was of value to our users. And uh, it took us two and a half years to get to this point. We launched uh, the last week of November. So we're, um, I mean, we're, we're new for the product. Um, but the work is not new. It's it's very uh, it's uh, it's been exhausting, but we're there. It's been two and a half years. Lorenzo, tell me about how the concept was created uh, for GoHunt.com and GoHunt.com Insider. So uh, the concept was actually a, a long time in the in the making. So I was born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada, and, and played football at a very competitive and, and high level in, in high school, and I was you know chasing athletic scholarships and doing all that stuff. So I didn't have a ton of time to hunt, even though it was always my true passion. Um, when I was going through the, my athletic search and, and seeing where I wanted to go, I ended up on university in Montana. And the reason being is I went up there on my official visit. Um, and the host the one of the football players that was going to take me around, I get into his truck and he has full camouflage interior and he's got seven green heads in the back of his truck. And I, uh, I'm like, it caught, it caught me off guard. You know, I was, I was on a football trip. I'm going to watch a, you know, going to watch a football game on my official visit and getting picked up by one of the players. And he's got seven green heads in the back of his truck. He didn't even know I was a hunter. And I asked him about it. He's like, yeah, it's just kind of, it, it's what I do before game day. It's kind of my ritual. I go down to the river. Um, I got a really good spot on the river. I shoot ducks and then I, I, I come in and, and, you know, get to work. And that really resonated with me, and I, I absolutely fell in love with it, and I ended up going to University of Montana. 
Um, I got hurt my senior year, so long story short, I ended up not playing football there, but I still wanted to go because of that lifestyle. I wanted to live um, that outdoor lifestyle while I could going to college. So when I was up there, I really started to think about ways that I could get involved with the industry. I wanted to be in the industry. I went to the Western Hunting Expo every year, um, and, and I knew some of the guys in the industry. And I just I, I had a I had an attraction to it. I wanted to be a part of it. So ideas were flowing. Um, obviously, not not all of them were good. Being a 19 year old, 20 year old in Montana, um, but I have a I have a very business savvy father. I'm I'm extremely close with. Um, and I bounced a lot of ideas off of him, and then I also have a very business savvy and and, uh, and very smart older brother that uh, I'm very close with as well. So as a family, we kind of bounced these ideas off each other. And I graduated in 2010, and 2012 is when we finally had had materialized and formalized a business plan about something that would be viable in the hunting industry. And, and what we landed on is an online and, and digital media platform. So for, for, you know, for Western hunting and the research and our, like I said, our competitive advantage is we can move extremely fast with the states and the states don't always give you a lot of time when they release their proclamations for when the, the application season is either open or closed. So that's kind of how we, how we saw our advantage to the industry. And uh, we got the right guys involved. There was, um, there's a the COO of the company, and um, you know he is he's the crutch of of the company. There's no question. His name's Chris Porter. He is from the online industry, so we knew we had to find the right guys. Um, he was from Full Tilt Poker, which was an online online poker in, in uh, um, worldwide site. So millions of users a day, uh, tons of analytics behind it. He was he understands the infrastructure and how it all works. So. We got him involved early on, very early on. So it was my family, my brother, my dad, myself, and we brought Chris on to to help um, really materialize the back end of what this product needed to be. Um, and it got us to a very, very good level. And then we finally brought on our head of technology, Andrew Baca, who um, surprisingly, I actually went to high school with here in Las Vegas. Um, he's uh, He's a awesome guy, very, very smart with technology, and he's an outdoor guy as well, so he understands um, how the technology needs to work for hunters, what they want to see. Um, and we've, we found, we brought him on in uh, September of 2013, and us three, Chris, myself, and Andrew Baca, really, you know, put the boots to it and, and went after this, this product and built it what it is today. So um, it's been a lot of work, a lot of fun. Um, and it's it's uh, only going to get better from here. I notice uh, the content that you guys post on GoHunt.com. Uh, you post daily content. Uh, there's lots of great stories, uh, uh, videos, uh, recent uh, video on that mule deer that was shot in Colorado, that 300-incher. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a fantastic piece. I believe Brady Miller uh, ha had a lot to do with that. Um, I know Brady, uh, from, he went on a hunt with us down in Mexico for coos deer and got to know him a little bit and, uh, just a diehard bow hunter. Yeah. Um, great guy, um, incredible fisherman as well. I didn't know if you knew that about him, but just, just, just an outdoors, uh, nut. And, um, he does a lot of your digital content stuff and 
you know, some of the stories and, and, and the photography that's, that uh, you guys are posting on a daily basis is, is fantastic. Um, talk to me a little bit about uh, GoHunt.com as far as being a digital platform and the player that it is in the industry. Yeah. Um, so we, we, also, we didn't want to just be a paid product because we wanted people to get to know us. Um, you know, before they felt comfortable to, to spend money with us, and we wanted to give our end users that that level of courtesy, so they can they can spend some time and get to know us. And Brady Miller was a unbelievable asset to the company to to bring him on and and take over and run with that content platform. So, um, in, in in an easy definition, we're an online magazine, but we update daily. We release stories daily. Um, we're very up to date on news and. Um, what's going on in the industry as a whole, what's going on with overall populations of animals, you know, things that are just are, are very interesting to a hunter. And uh, it's been that that is the fun part to release that that type of stuff for the community. We wanted to build this um, build this platform. So, you know, hunters had that place to go every morning when they woke up and had their coffee and every night when they went home from work. And Brady's done a great job of producing and coordinating content for us. Like you said, we did, we did a story on Brett Ross and that 300 inch deer he killed. And that was, I, I got to know Brett through the, through the filming of, of this. And, uh, it was incredible. It's just, it's a lot of fun to, to talk with the guys in the industry, to talk with the hunters in the industry, to hear their stories, hear what they're thinking, um, and be able to give back to them in the form of, um, news and the, and the type of stuff that they need to know. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. We have a very good user base for, for our content. Um, a lot of people have, have been um, very engaged with us. Uh, you know, we always, always engage back with, with the questions people are asking. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been good, and I think it's something that the industry needed. I think there needed to be a, um, a, a place where you could go check every morning about what's going on, what's coming under fire from, um, you know, from the politics side. Uh, what's doing well, the new opportunities, just just anything going on out there, out there in the world. So it's, uh, I think it's been good. I think it's been well received for the uh, for the industry. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at uh, on my iPad right now, just looking at the this this section you guys call the life, and it's who is the antler man and what does he do? Our our precision guided rifle, smart technology, pros and cons of hunting alone. Um, from the start, how a hunter was born, antelope numbers across six states. Yeah. Uh, then there's Colorado's deer, a Gohan original film, ethics of shed hunting, uh, why do license numbers change every year, six more giant poaching cases, um, hunt of a lifetime offered to terminally, terminally ill children. I mean, and that's just on one page. And then you've got featured articles, you know, more tags, more problems, uh, get a grip, saga of the old 293 ram. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff going on at GoHunt.com. Brady, Brady is a busy man, and he does a does a great job coordinating everything. Um, and yeah, that's our life section and, and those types of things. We we just want to produce content that is um, of value and and provides a level of entertainment to our users. So um, we have great guys who write for us. This isn't all just coming from from our office. You know, that's it's not possible that our office could know you know, and be the, be the most educated on all of these topics. So but we have the art of layering and why materials matter. That was written by Jason Harrison of Kuyu. And uh, we have a lot of other contributing guys. We've had some articles from 
from uh, A3 guys in Arizona. We, I mean, we just we do a lot for uh, we we work with a lot of guys who really do know the best of the best type of information. So it's it's provided a, a level of of um, professionalism, a level of authority to our content. Yeah, absolutely, just fantastic stuff. Lorenzo, what do you see uh, the GoHunt.com? What do you see GoHunt.com accomplishing in the future? What is, if you have, obviously you have an outlook and you have a crystal ball. What are your goals and what are what are some of the uh, things you see GoHunt.com accomplishing? So, uh, I <laughs> there's a reason Chris Porter is in in the COO role. He's very good with the small details and. Um, when you when you nail all of the small details, it's inevitable you're going to pull off the big picture idea. Um, and in my mind, I have the big picture idea of of where I want this to go and where it should be. Um, and I truly think, as as crazy as it sounds, I truly think um, we have an opportunity to be the ultimate one stop shop for everything hunting. Um, that is that is the end goal, and that's what I'm committed to. Well, and I think if you just um, go on GoHunt.com and, and peruse around a little bit, I think it's very evident that that is part of your goal and mission, and I think you guys have, are well on your way of accomplishing that, and, and I've got to say, uh, you know, congratulations on that, and, and um, congratulations on putting out, you know, fantastic content, and then on the insider providing such detail oriented uh information and and helping people and informing the public and you know it, it's obvious you're trying to help people make good decisions and and um you know i think that's that's a service it's it, it's a it's basically a community customer service that you guys are providing that's phenomenal um ha- had just a great time here with you today it was gr- great to really learn about gohunt.com insider and gohunt.com uh, and all the things that you guys provide. I'm excited to have you guys as a sponsor of the podcast and um, excited and, and honored, really, to to be, uh, you know, you guys chose to step up and, and, and sponsor what I'm doing, and I'm passionate about what I'm doing, and I think we make a great fit, and I look forward to seeing what you guys have up your sleeve here in the future, and uh, I'm excited to maybe win a, uh, a phone scope or maybe uh, possibly win a Red Rock Precision Rifle or uh, a, a, some camo. So uh, I'm excited to be a member and um, uh, just just happy to be involved with you. Thank you. And like I said before, we're, we're definitely uh, excited to be involved with, with the J. Scott podcast. And uh, it's exciting to think where, where everything could go in the future. And, you know, being, being involved with guys like you and um, just being a, a part of the overall industry is it's exciting. So um, it's a lot of fun to come into work every day, to say the least. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm hoping that you draw your Nevada tag, and um, we'll have to get an update here down the road from you and see if you indeed get that and, and uh, check in with you this summer and see how your scouting's going. Absolutely. And uh, tell all, yeah, absolutely. Tell all the guys in the office hello, and um, uh, thanks for being with us today. Thanks. Will do. All right, buddy. You take care. You too. Bye. What a great opportunity to get to spend some time with president of GoHunt.com, Lorenzo Sartini. I want to thank him for being with us. I'm excited about the 
partnership and excited that they have stepped up to sponsor the J. Scott Outdoors Western Big Game Hunting and Fishing Podcast. Uh, I think we're going to do great things and um, what an opportunity to be a part of the Go Hunt Insider program and be a member and the aggressive giveaways that they're doing and giving away elk and mule deer hunts, uh, head-to-toe camo sets. Uh, they've given three Red Rock Precision rifles away in one month, uh, 10 pairs of Kenetrek boots in one month. Uh, this month, they're going to be giving away 100 photo, uh, phone scopes, uh, you know, the digiscopes, um, uh, elk tags, deer tags. Um, you know, not only is there just incredible data and, and uh, you know, research capabilities with the mapping and, and all of the different uh, products that the insider has, it's just... Uh, uh, exciting to me to uh, be a part of uh, GoHunt.com and GoHunt.com Insider. I just want to thank them for their support, and I want to thank my listeners, you guys, uh, for making all this possible. And thank you for all of your comments and your five-star ratings on iTunes. And um, we've got just an incredible lineup uh, coming up. I have been able to uh, talk with. A lot of guys, and I have uh, scheduled a bunch of interviews uh, already. Devin Beck, who's a fellow coos deer nut, talking about Arizona coos and how to pattern big bucks, big coos bucks. He shot a couple multiple bucks over 120. Uh, Randy Ulmer, who really needs no introduction, um, is going to be talking archery and, and, and hunting giant elk and mule deer. Uh, Casey Brooks, who's a good good friend of mine, uh, as, as, as well as Randy Ulmer. Um, Casey's going to be talking about his North American 29 with a bow. Um, and he's harvested more 400-inch uh, elk than anybody uh, walking the planet. Um, he's an incredible archery elk hunter. Um, it's going to be a great episode with him. Uh, Corey Jacobson is a eight-time world champion elk caller. I uh, talk all about elk calls, elk hunting, archery elk hunting, uh, tips and, and, and tactics to, to better calling. Uh, that's a phenomenal interview that's, that's coming soon. Um, I've got Arizona Desert Outfitters. Uh, we will be, I had Travis and Troy and uh, Eric Hunt on and going to be talking about all the different Arizona uh, Desert Bighorn Sheep units coming up and kind of the things going on, the new tags for the different units and um, uh, talking about Arizona Desert Sheep hunting. I've got uh, Jason Phelps of Phelps Custom Game Calls. Uh, he's called several times in the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation calling contest and placed very well. Uh, talking about his calls and his tactics and strategies he's up in uh, Washington and and um, brings some real insight there on on archery elk hunting uh, I've got uh, Jay Park and Chase Christopher of the Mountain Project discussing uh, filming their hunts filming your hunts uh, giving tips and and tactics tactics to filming and getting better quality video uh, Steve Chapel of uh, Chapel Guide Service on Arizona elk hunting. Uh, we go over the elk units that he likes. We go over tactics for archery elk hunting. Uh, he demonstrates a lot of his calls. Uh, he's a phenomenal caller, and and we talk about specifics with uh, reed placement on on your mouth and and diaphragm placement and and uh, just get real technical on on how to become a better elk caller. Um, we've got Tim Maddock, who's a fellow coos deer nut. Uh, 
uh, talking about what he's learned with behavioral patterns um, through the through the use of trail cameras and just observations while hunting uh, those animals and um, he's just a phenomenal resource and we, we have a really good discussion on coos deer um, got Greg Krogh of Mogion Rim Outfitters uh, we talk specifically about Nevada uh, elk and mule deer units and the ones that he likes we talk about uh, Arizona elk units he's a phenomenal outfitter here in Arizona we talk about a bunch of the units and the pros and cons of each unit uh, Greg is a phenomenal resource. We also get into long-range optics and, and um, the different long-range optics that we've both used. Uh, so that, that's uh, something that you guys will be excited about. Uh, we've got my friend Michael Park uh, telling the story about his 435-inch uh, uh, Arizona bull that he killed. I think he's at 46 or 47 elk with a bow. Um, Trevor Marks of uh, Nevada on elk hunting. Uh, the guy, him and his family, He's an outfitter. He, they have um, harvested some phenomenal elk and mule deer in Nevada, and we talk all about his 2015 forecast, and uh, we talk about uh, all the different units that he likes, the pros and cons of each unit. Great insight there on Nevada. Uh, I'll be talking with a good friend Ryan Wampler about his 270-inch Arizona Strip deer, still one of the largest deer ever come off the Arizona Strip. Just a phenomenal story that he has. Uh, my friend Cody Nelson at the Outdoorsman's talking about hunting optics um, and uh, all sorts of other glassing gear needed for, for hunting in the western states. Um, Cody just did a fantastic job on his interview and I look forward to having him on some more. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we've got antelope hunting uh, in Arizona with Lee Murphy and Craig Steele of Exclusive Pursuit Outfitters. Uh, we go into uh, discussing how to score antelope. We discuss how to scout for antelope, specifically big bucks, how to target big antelope bucks uh, in the state of Arizona. And we go over some of their hunts that they've had. And we also cover, cover the units uh, that they like and the pros and cons of each unit and get their um, 2015 forecast. So um, just some awesome stuff, much, much more uh, that I'm not even mentioning here. But uh, that just gives you a feel for what's coming. Um, so lots of exciting stuff. Uh, if you guys need to uh, feel like you need to hear someone specifically, you can email me at uh, jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. Uh, I appreciate all of the comments. Daily I get texts, uh, voicemails, and email messages um you know with with you guys uh, spurring me on and uh, telling me how much you're enjoying the podcast and i just want to thank you for that support uh without that support uh we wouldn't uh be able to do what we do here and i'm just excited for you know the upcoming summer everybody's going to be getting ready for hunts and we're going to be just covering all of the details of of how to prepare for hunts and and uh how to become a better hunter and and um it's, uh, you know, I'm learning a lot of things from these people that I'm interviewing and have lots of great guests and we're going to continue to bring you some great stuff right here. So I just uh, thank you for listening and um, until next time, guys, God bless and uh, go to gohunt.com uh, forward slash insider and sign up today. It's an incredible resource. You guys will love it. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. You can go to J. Scott Outdoors Facebook. You can follow along on Instagram at J. Scott Outdoors. Our YouTube channel, J. Scott Outdoors. 
um, jscottoutdoors.com. We've got turkey hunts coming up here next week. Just lots of exciting stuff coming. Until next time, guys, God bless.